I want to thank everybody for your thoughts and your prayers. When I went under the knife for my total knee replacement surgery on the 15th, And I also want to ask you this question. What's in a name? We're going to discuss that in this episode of the Around Rittman podcast. Keeping it positive in the 44270, this is the Around Rittman podcast, and I'm your host, Cliff Feitner. And, yeah, once again, this is the first time I've had my equipment on since Valentine's Day. So, yeah, I do thank you for bearing with me while... I have been down and you know trying to get back up. We're going to be discussing the history lesson today, and it's going to be how Ritman became the Ritman that we know today. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this trip around Ritman. Yes, and thank you for bearing with me this week. I want to start off this podcast by talking about my good friends at Rylon Printing. They are located at 245 North Main Street here in Rittman, and they their phone number is 330-485-4153, and they are open uh, Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 5.30 p.m. on Saturdays, open from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m., and on Sundays, they are closed, and you can see them for all your printing needs, uh, and I was thinking today about all the names that Rittman had and several times since I started my podcast. I was thinking that either next to the Depot restaurant or maybe uh, once they move the old uh, B&O Depot over to um, uh, Erie Street, that they put a signpost over there and the signpost would have all the names of Rittman, Elio, New, New Stanton, uh, New Prospect, and so on and so forth and put X's on all the older names, and then welcome to Rittman at the top. And I think that maybe somebody could make a T-shirt with that right there, maybe sell it through the Rittman Historical Society, or maybe Rylon Printing can uh, see some a little bit of gold in a T-shirt like that. I, I think it would be a really neat T-shirt, especially for... Um, for for promoting pride here in the 44270. But if you have other printing needs that you have, maybe you're putting together a family reunion this summer and you want some really good looking invitations, take your ideas over to Rylon Printing. Their graphic arts department will work with you. They will be able to get you invitations. Also get you t-shirts for, the, uh, for that family reunion. Maybe uh, you just want to get some Rittman merch. You can get T-shirts, you can get uh, sweatshirts, you can get hoodies, uh, ball caps, uh, cups, mugs, whatever you get them all printed up over at Rylon Printing. Once again, they are open Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 5.30 p.m. on Saturday from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. They're located at 245 North Main Street, right across the street from the Ripman Shopping Center and right next door to the Laundry Time Laundromat. And you know, people love their names. And I can say that because... Two years ago, uh, the Cleveland American League baseball team went to spring training for the first time under the name Guardians. For 105 years, 106 years, they were known as the Indians. And, you know, so they decided to go the politically correct route and drop the Indians name and become the Guardians. And a lot of people and, and quite a few people here in Rittman were upset over, you know, the name change. And I'll tell you right now, I don't get political on this podcast I'm just right now reporting the facts. And, you know, I, I grew up, you know, knowing you know, my team as the Cleveland Indians. I wasn't old enough to know them as the Naps or the Broncos or the Blues or the Spiders. 
You know, I, I knew them as the Cleveland Indians. And another case in point, uh, this past uh, October, Ripman went to Cuyahoga Heights for a football game, for a football playoff game, first time since uh, 2005 that we had made the playoffs, besides 2020. And I was going into the uh, press box to announce the halftime show. And it w- had been a very pleasant week that that week you know something the last week of october is usually not as nice as what it was the last week of october this past year and so we were talking about how nice the weather was up in that press box and i said well um i guess up here in cuyahoga county you call it guardian summer and they started laughing i said however down in ripman we're still the indians and the people in the press box had said that they were jealous of us and the reason being is Right now, their nickname uh, are, is the Red Wolves. Okay, it had just changed. Before that, they were the Redskins, and they had to bow under pressure to change the name from Redskins to Red Wolves. You could even see in their at their concession stand, there were signs, you know, it's various spots in the concession stands that say Redskins forever. You know, so people are very funny about, about the name. So think about Rittman, who... Ritman was known under several different names in the first uh, 50 or so years of their existence. And the Ritman Historical Society had come up with this one by special request. So what's in a name? That which we call a rose by any other name would still smell as sweet. Those eloquent words flowed from the quill of William Shakespeare's pen sometime back in 1594 to 1596 and continues to echo around the world forever challenging our thoughts around the meaning of a name. Of course, Shakespeare's inference had everything to do with feuding families and the burden created by family names for two starstruck lovers known through history as most unfortunate pair, Romeo and Juliet. In 1881, around 285 years later, our little town would face this question for the fifth time since its birth here in Milton Township. While the idea of star-crossed lovers created frustration for young Romeo and his love, Juliet, imagine the feelings it created for our post office, local businesses, railroads, and of course the citizens of what was in 1881, the town of Arcona. You see, while the people inhabiting the burg we now call Ritman were wonderful folks, just the same, they had suffered through what a psychologist today would call an identity crisis for the entire 45 years of the town's history. The Civil War ended in 1865, and the boom of industry and transportation created towns and cities that were more connected than ever before. The U.S. was excitedly heading full steam into the Industrial Revolution, and the distances between towns began to shrink as cities grew and travel became easier, faster, and more accessible. Having a town by the name of Arcona, a mere 21 miles away from the growing rubber giant of a city named Akron, seemed like an error in judgment to the weary townspeople who had suffered through this metamorphosis for more than 40 years. For the railroad... It was particularly exasperating as passengers often confused the stops 
of Arcona and Akron. No one could agree on the next and hopefully forever name of this growing industrious little town should be. In 1836, it made sense to call it New Prospect or New Hope, as this young village was looking to the future. Just like the name Arcona, New New Prospect would soon fall out of favor as there were cities nearby that shared familiar names and mail was often misrouted and rerouted in circles looking for the tiny town with the big heart. So, in 1863, as the North and South grappled for victory lands far away, our town decided that Milton Station would be the best name for our growing community. As our brothers, uncles, and fathers returned from the battle lines, families continued to grow, and soon farms were prosperous, and factories and industry were popping up all over. In 1879, just like all teenagers, the 13-year-old Milton Station, tired of their name, and renamed themselves Elio. Elio was a name promoted and desired by Reverend Elliot, as his family was instrumental in the settling of our town. Elio was not a popular decision with others, as the Reverend and a fellow named Charles Murdoch, who was publisher of a local paper called The Bugle, used the newspaper as a form to promote continued adoption of this name. Once again, townspeople could not agree, so the neutral name of Arcona was adopted in 1880. In our minds, we imagine red-faced men, women, and children sitting in town hall meetings, attending churches, the post office, and other local shops, engaging in conversation and declaring what they throughout the, thought their forever name should be. The Atlantic and Great Western Railroad later known as the Erie, was perhaps the most aggravated with our lack of indecision around our identity. They had just signed a 99-year lease on the railroad, and as the story goes, the weary railroad tasked the station master and treasurer Fred Rittman to place his last name, Rittman, on the railroad schedules, and most importantly, on the railroad station in the confused little city. The railroad stated, you can call your town anything you please, but we are naming our station Rittman after our treasurer, Fred Rittman. Citizens continued to disagree, and as the name Rittman was affixed to the station, they gradually came to accept the name until it eased its way into our hearts and became the name of our hometown. We are Rittman, Ohio, 44270. We now share with pride that we are the only town on the planet with the name Rittman. Another fun fact we often share is the that not only do we have a unique name, we are the only city where our f- namesake, Fred, never lived here and never was even born here. So, what's in a name, we ask you? Many years ago, This was an impassioned conversation with so many of our ancestors, and I'm not sure that we are qualified to answer that age-old question. And one, one thing we know for sure, in April and May, the smell of the apple blossoms at Bauman's, and years ago, the stacks of now gone boxboard all smell and smelled like the same, regardless of our name. Ah, breathe deep, Rittman, because after all, there's no place like home. 
Yeah, that one was for me. You don't have any idea how off, how many times I've had to shut down and do some editing and uh, had to do the whole podcast over at one point. It was very early inside the podcast when I when I did that. I thought, you know, when I broke down my my equipment on the fourteenth, that I'd bring it upstairs and I'd be able to, you know, set things up in my in my kitchen when I was getting ready to do a podcast. Uh, but after the surgery, you know, my leg needs time to heal. And I, you know, have a little bit of a lack of motivation. So, you know, I was glad that I was able to set this up tonight, even as, as aggravating as it is, because this podcast is something that I love to do. So I do thank you for listening so far. And you talk about all the conversations that were had in the you know local establishments, probably some of the the bars and the churches, and like you said, city hall and everything else. I just wonder what the conversation would have been like had the server existed back in the 1880s. Yeah, that's something to think about. But also thinking about the server, you know, they are open from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. Monday through Friday, and right now the people who frequent the server are putting Easter eggs together for the Easter egg hunt. So you can go there, you can be part of that. And if you don't want to be putting them together, you can always bring uh, the Easter eggs. You can bring candy. They they do need um, they do need small pieces of candy for that right there. And if you go on Friday, my good friend Shannon Bauer makes, from what I understand, one of the best omelets. And I am going to be going there before I get back to work. Uh, for one of them omelets on Friday. So uh, you can go over to uh, the server and, and you know, I talk about the omelets. I talk about, you know, getting a cup of coffee, a Danish. You can get breakfast, you can get lunch, and it's all free. That is because the people in, in this town, the businesses, the churches, you know, some of the private citizens, out of the goodness of their heart, they contribute to the server, to the food, to the upkeep. And, you know, it is a great, a lot of towns envy Rittman for having the server and Woody and the crew over there want to make it a great experience whenever you walk in there. So, you know, go on over to the server and, you know, help out with the Easter eggs. And, you know, speaking of the Easter egg hunt, uh, let me get to that on my, yeah, this year, the Easter egg hunt is going to be on Saturday, March the 23rd. And there's going to be games and prizes along with, uh, they are looking to beat uh, the over 10,000, uh, Easter eggs, you know, plastic filled Easter eggs that they had last year. And I believe they're either well on their way or they might have, uh, they, they might have broke the record by now. Uh, I haven't done, spent a lot of time on social media this week. I've been spending time uh, trying to um, uh, get myself better. But, anyways, um, Saturday, March the 23rd, uh, there will be an Easter egg hunt over at the, uh, uh, Calvary Baptist Church, located at 516 West Sunset Drive. The fun starts at 1 p.m., and, you know, everybody can get there for free. And, you know, and, and the donations of, of, of eggs, you know, small candy, you know, and any other prizes that you might want to put in one of those eggs uh, are accepted over at, you know, the Renee's uh, Child Care over at Williging, uh Construction. I'm sure Bob the Builder will be more than happy to uh, take it off your hands and over at the server. So, you know, give uh, what you can make a lot of kids here in this town very happy. And and last year, 
and that was put together. And that was pretty much the beginning of what is now the Ritman Community Events Group. And they are doing great in this town and giving a lot of a lot of their civic pride to that. So I am going to hit my applause button for them right now. And I, I will let you know that I am going to be back probably uh, setting this up on Sunday, and I'm, I'm going to try to get back on track with my podcast uh, where it's available on Monday morning at 4 a.m. You know, we'll see, we'll see how that goes. Uh, but you know, the reason that I, I have my podcast available Monday at 4 a.m. is because of the fact that for a while the Daily Record had not been printing a paper edition on Monday. Now, anybody who uh, gets the Daily Record knows they got a letter in the mail from the Daily Record or they saw uh, on, uh, on, on the Daily Record itself uh, that, they had, that they are going to start their delivery by mail as of, I believe it's March the 19th. So you won't have to worry about having to call them saying you haven't got your paper because the mailman will be uh, bringing the paper, and you know that uh, they're always uh, going to deliver. It might be a little bit later than what you're used to getting. Of course, for years, I was used to waking up at 5 in the morning and having my paper at my doorstep being able to read it. Uh, in a way, I still can, because I usually read mine on my uh, on my Amazon Fire tablet. You know, so people who like to have it in their hands, you know, they will still be able to get that in the mail. And it's going to be Monday through Saturday. And the Saturday edition will be known as the Weekender, uh, which means that they will have like the Sunday and Saturday edition combined right there, which uh, probably means you'll be getting your color funnies in the mail. Once again, I'll be uh, looking at the paper early on uh, Saturday morning uh, via my via my. Uh, fire tablets so it doesn't affect me all that much but you know there's a lot of people and I, i've talked to people before they like to have their news in their hand and i like to go to other towns and see the little papers that they read and you should know that as often as i quote from the barberton gazette and uh the dalton gazette i do like those papers you know because it you know gives you a little hometown feel and i wish the daily record would come back with that hometown feel as well and as you know, I flip-flop my sponsors this week. And right now, I'm going to tell you, take a few minutes and talk about my friends over at the Ritman IGA. They are a proud sponsor of the Around Ritman podcast. And they are the place you should go to shop. They have some of the best meats in town, some of the best prices in meats in town. You can uh, take your, you can write down the meat prices at the IGA or from their papers and then go over to places like Save-A-Lot or Aldi's and see uh, what their prices are. And Ritman IGA, they do have a butchers inside the store and the butchers have a combined over 300 years worth of experience. And this week, you know, last few days of this sale, you can get the sirloin tip roast for $4.99 a pound. Uh, you can get fresh ground chuck family packs. Okay, hold on to your hats on this one. $2.99 a pound. So if uh, you're wanting to uh, have a Taco Tuesday anytime soon or you want to make you know, your spaghetti and meat sauce or something like that, you know, get some of that ground chuck because that is one of the better grades of ground beef. So you can get that at the IGA $2.99 a pound family pack. And, it, and the meat is cut daily. It's ground daily. 
So you know that that meat is fresh. And uh, let's say if you, um, you know, are looking to eat a little bit fresher, their produce, produce they have some good prices there. Uh, large slicing tomatoes, $1.29 a pound. Golden ripe bananas, 49 cents a pound. Uh, you can get some some cabbage. Now, um, St. Patrick's Day is coming up. Load up on your cabbage so that you can have your corned beef and cabbage for St. Patrick's Day. Uh, you can get uh, jumbo cantaloupes, $2.99 a piece. And, and there's a lot of uh, a lot of things you can get, a lot of uh, specials you can get at the Ritman IGA. And if you have the app card, you can even get more specials. Every time you spend $100, you can get another dollar off on your uh on your purchase, or if you walk into the store on the right day, you might see one of their specials all along the wall of value that will touch your heart. So you can take advantage of that as well. And that is the Ritman IGA. They are located in the Ritman Shopping Center, open seven days a week from 8 a.m. to 9 p.m. Yeah, I always say this is going to be a shorter podcast, but it usually ends up being over 20 minutes and if you like hearing my voice all this time uh thank you uh if not i apologize but anyways you know have a great week and continue praying for me because you know i do have to keep icing my knee up and i'm still working on trying to get up and down steps so i can go to my office and, and take my podcast set up over there too and once again i will be back in a couple of days with another podcast and maybe with a little bit more, a uh, uh, little bit more news in that. But thank you for listening, and I'll see you again on the next our next trip around Ritman. You know, if I was the type who would swear every time I messed up, or if I decided I was going to make an outtake, well, I could probably make a lot of money from that, but. Uh, We'll just keep it at that. Uh, I've learned to watch myself around an open mic, uh, whether it's connected to something or not.